0: This is talking you see,
1: your weekly supply of the dark side, not just the dogmatic narrow view of
0: the Jedi.
1: Good. <laughs> Hello everybody my name is josh roach
0: i am casey schreffler
1: and we are
0: the the talking Sith.
1: sith and today is monday march 9th and there are how many days until uh celebration casey
0: oh man you're gonna make me pull up the old google machine again
1: Oh, I'm just I'm just going along. You said uh, last time you wanted to. Uh, you yeah, like the countdowns.
0: Countdown. Well, you could you could buy me, you you could have been a nice uh, co-host and bought me time by counting down to the next Clone Wars episode.
1: Oh well, uh, yeah. There's well, a there's a few I days there's a few days until that.
0: Uh, we are 170 days from hopefully what will still exist and still happen is the Star Wars celebration.
1: Yeah. 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 So uh how how how's it going out there? You're out in uh California any uh any new major updates on that side case?
0: Well, yeah, I mean it's not just California. I mean Illinois just tonight issued or declared a state of emergency. Uh so it's much closer to home than you think. Um I, uh, I saw a picture of the, our Long Beach port, which is normally filled with shipping containers, was completely empty. Oh wow! Um, uh, I mean, we're seeing it here and everywhere. People are, for some reason, stocking up on toilet paper. <laughs> Fortunately, well, yeah. I have enough to uh, to last probably a month myself, and that's not because I stack up; it's just I buy in bulk. <laughs> so, <laughs> When you have children and dogs and a wife, toilet paper disappears rapidly.
1: Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, we, uh, Hannah, my wife always buys in bulk as well. It's like we go shopping for toilet paper once a year.
0: Yeah, it's a little much, I think, unless you get a bidet and she never really wipes, I guess. I've been thinking about getting a bidet, actually. It's cheaper than toilet paper in the long run, and you only really need a wipe just to dry yourself.
1: Well and listen, like I was talking about bidets to somebody I don't know, like a week ago or something, and they were totally turned off by the idea. Like, oh no, I don't it's, I don't like, I don't want spray water and wash why do I need to do that? And I was like, Well think about it. Everything else you wash, you wash with soap and water. Like you wash your if if there's if there's crap on your hands, are you yeah, just gonna like yeah, rub it until you be. don't see it anymore? Yeah,
0: yeah, no, rub rub. Rub dog poop on their palm and say, just wipe it off with, with a paper towel. You'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be good. They're going to be like, hell no, I'm going to go wash my hands, bro. That's what they're going to say. There's like a weird American stigma against bidets. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I don't understand.
1: Yeah, I got to say, uh, on our uh, honeymoon back in 2011, I don't know, 2012, excuse me, uh went down to the Dominican Republic and that was my first experience with a bidet. I'm mm-hmm. sure it's
0: shocking the first time you use it.
1: It was shocking, but I mean, it was not, it was I different. mean, yeah. It
0: it's, not, it's not unpleasant, but more of a stigma.
1: Like you said, it's you, like an American you, you, stigma.
0: You definitely get cleaner using one than not. Like, would you, like, would you be like, just like I said before, would you be content if you had poop on your arm or your hand just to wipe it off with a piece of toilet paper and call it good?
1: No, not, not at all. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think most people would also say no. Why is it the same thing for your butt, which is a hairy, <laughs> dark, cavern that maybe that's
1: why i mean festers i guess where are you gonna put you know where do you put you know dirty crappy stuff and uh hairy dark caverns so i, I guess it'd me. be more socially acceptable for your butt to have poop on it than your hands so
0: yeah i know but why why even have it it's gross
1: well uh on a similar subject um the next Star Wars movie is slated to come out in one thousand and fourteen days.
0: Holy moly, that's like three years, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is three a little, years. So,
0: a little under three years.
1: Disney, um, ju- like recently released again their docket for the next several years, and Star Wars is still holding uh, release. You know, they're scheduled to release in December twenty twenty two, twenty twenty four, and twenty twenty
0: six. Interesting. So you can assume it's probably a trilogy and they're probably done with their one-offs.
1: Yeah. I mean, Uncle Bob had said that, uh, they weren't necessarily looking to do a trilogy that they didn't, uh, they didn't want to lock themselves into a trilogy for this next stint per se, but Uncle Bob's not, uh, not our Uncle Bob anymore. I mean, he's uh, estranged Uncle Bob.
0: And I, I doubt that. Like I was talking to you and Sean, in a chat tonight. Like uh, he stepped down at the right time. I I called it. He had foreseen the storm. Disney stocks currently down as of today, about twenty five percent since February nineteenth, just right around the time that uh, Bobger, Uncle Bob, was like, "Now nah, I'm gonna do a more cre- uh, a more creative role and not be the head of things." But I'm sure he's still shadow running. He just didn't. He didn't want his name to be tarnished. Yeah,
1: he's he's the Richard Marquand of uh, the Disney CEO ship
0: now, which was... He's the the Palpatine of the Senate.
1: Well, you know, Richard Marquand was the director of Return of the Jedi, supposedly. But really, all he was, allegedly, was uh, somebody that George could control and just puppet from behind the scenes.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah, so, I mean... Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how that all actually plays out and what kind of other um, updates or like what we're going to hear Uncle Bob is part of in the next almost still two years. I mean, as creative CEO or or creative chairman. They
0: they did say that they were going to focus more on TV moving forward, which I appreciate and I hope they keep pouring money into it because I enjoy coming back and watching, you know, the new season of The Clone Wars. I enjoy hopefully coming back this October and seeing this new season of Mandalorian. I I hope we get, you know, four or five different things kind of scattered throughout the year. So we have some sort of star Wars content to ingest that is new yearly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think we will,
0: or even weekly, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. enough resources to do it and they've clearly proven that they can make it well.
1: Right. Yeah. Everything they've done has been done pretty well with i mean I, I wasn't a huge fan of resistance but i think that's it, literally like the story is there if you want it to be but it's just it's it's too young for even me i can get in about anything you put star wars on it and,
0: yeah me too. i mean well i wasn't necessarily talking about resistance i i haven't seen that and you know that um, right. i'm still catching up on rebels which i'll bring up a little bit later <clears throat> to talk about where i'm at but um if you look at what they've done just on disney plus in general um, with the clone war season and the mandalorian yeah They're doing pretty good
1: yeah and we got cassian coming down the pipeline uh obi-wan potentially you know i think we've talked about that there's a lot of rumors that that's being pushed back into a a movie um yeah, potentially okay, no, because be we lost lord and miller um or not lord and miller sorry that's solo because we lost david and dan who were supposed to fill out that 2022 slot. And if they don't have any, I mean, Hey, it makes, it takes like three years to make these movies, you know? So if they don't have anything else, you know, any other directors and stuff lined up that are ready to go in 2022, they might just shift that production back into a movie stand, you know, a movie.
0: Yeah, I know. But like one single one isn't quite, I think, I think people were thirsty and, and have been hungry for, six hours of, of obi one, you know what i mean
1: well i mean they could always make it they've got three slots so far and as far as we know they haven't got anything to fill them with cement yeah. and i mean if they've got stuff they've already been working on you know pre-production storyboards uh you know out designing things uh you know they could just shift that into a three movie arc instead of uh
0: it's just easier for stuff like that to get canceled than something like a TV show that has strong viewership. More people would watch it on Disney plus and more people would subscribe to Disney plus. If it was on Disney plus, we still don't even have frozen two on Disney plus yet.
1: Well, I mean, maybe, and, and you, know,
0: you know, and, and so, and like, here's a crazy thing, right? So we talked about in one of the previous podcasts about, you know, like their, the revenue for Disney, mm-hmm. at least in 2020 is going to be different. Right. Um, They don't have a lot of big movies and things like that, which is obvious, but um, they're also throwing money into a thing that relies heavily upon and only upon subscribers, people paying monthly. And like I said, we don't see Frozen 2 on there yet. I went to Target like five days ago, and there were a lot of new movies that were sold out, but Frozen 2 on the rack was full. You know why? Because people know it's going to be on Disney Plus. Disney Plus, yep. And we can wait. Yeah. Yeah. And I understand them waiting to see if people buy it and stuff like that. I was tempted to because I want my daughter to watch it. She had talked about it again. But no, there's no reason. There's no reason to. Wait, yeah. She she forgets something ten seconds after she says it anyway.
1: That'll be interesting to see how the sales for the Rise of Skywalker when it has its digital release here on the seventeenth, and then it's you know physical Blu-ray release in April, how it measures up to you know the Force Awakens, the Last Jedi.
0: Well, people people will buy. I think, like, the 4K versions will sell for people who have 4K TVs. Because even if you're streaming 4K content, yeah. it's going to be, uh, what, what do they call it, compressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not going to be quite true 4K. And there's going to be people who consider themselves to be cinemaphiles. I used to be one of them. Um, whereas nowadays, I'm like, I just want to watch the goddamn movie. I just want it to be in HD. Give me 720. Give me 1080.
1: I'll probably okay. buy the 4K release just because... It's, uh, I have the other two steel books. I'll go to Best Buy, I'll buy the steel book, I'll have the three steel books. It's easier to navigate the special features still than with a digital release or whatever, you know, in my and opinion. I guess,
0: and I guess that might be one of the things they get you on too is like, well, if you want the special features and behind the scenes, which movies don't even do anymore, that was the one cool thing about DVDs back in the day right as they had a ton of like deleted scenes and stuff you can go watch and like a usually like a, like a 20 minute or so behind the scenes making of yeah and in different blocks even so and we don't really get that anymore for some well, reason
1: star wars is still doing it i mean the force awakens was kind of lacking in that regard but the last jedi really delivered we got the i don't know if you've watched the documentary from the last jedi um the jedi and the director It documents Ryan's entire journey from you know crafting the story all the way through shooting and post.
0: Where where can that be seen?
1: Um, on the DVD of or the Blu-ray of The Last Jedi, or if you own it digitally, uh, um, you can I I don't know like wherever you watch movies like if you have it on Amazon or you saved on YouTube or uh,
0: I didn't buy it. It was on Netflix shortly after. It's always been streaming for me. I.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean and it's I'm really not, and good I'm
0: not, and I'm not going to buy it just for that. I like I would just
1: well and then the, the deleted I would, I would,
0: scenes I would just hondo it, man.
1: Uh, right? Uh it's uh but the the pain like what I was saying the pain is like I before it was on Netflix and stuff, I'd bought it I I bought the physical copy. Um I hondoed a digital copy bef- like you know for like 2 weeks once it was out before it came out physically. And, and then I went out and bought the physical copy and then like movies anywhere and stuff. And my Amazon, like I registered the code that came with my, you know, a Blu-ray.
0: Yeah.
1: And so I could pull it up on, you know, Amazon and my, you know, my fire stick and stuff. But the pain, the, the thing that was terrible was the special features are all, it's all one big file. So it's like a six-hour file. So the movie's at the beginning, and then like afterwards is one of the featurettes, and then right after that is another featurette. There's no chapters, so you just gotta like fast forward. Hope you find where you want it to be. Find the deleted scenes in there somewhere. So that's what I. I mean, that's the biggest thing that is still drawing me to like. Okay, I want to have these special features. I enjoy the featurettes, like. The beginning from the Phantom Menace was awesome. Empire Dreams is spectacular. This is stuff that they should be putting on Empire Dreams is on Disney plus, but they should have like all these features and stuff on Disney plus. The director and the Jedi should be on Disney plus. The beginning, which is an awesome documentary about the making of uh, episode
0: one should be on disney plus uh, I lost you for a second there my it's uh yeah, storm's coming in, Annie. Better get home quick. We have a storm coming in and it's getting windy and I, I, I've had a few notices of my internet connection becoming unstable. Fantastic for a podcast, by the way. Oh, no. Um, yeah, I don't understand why they don't do that um, anymore. Because like, the only people who would buy it are the people who are hardcore and want to see it. Most people, the majority of the population just want to see the damn movie. Right. And even myself, man. Like I have, you know, like I, 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 regardless of discretionary income, I'd rather like I'm not gonna go out of my way to buy a movie that I can already have and watch for seven dollars a month or whatever it is. I'm sure that price is gonna go up, just like Netflix has increased. Disney's gonna raise the price. Oh, yeah. It won't be long either. I'm sure, like within the next year, Disney Plus will be eight ninety nine instead of six ninety nine. Yeah. Um. And I'll still pay it because I, I watch a lot of stuff. Like most of the stuff that I watch right now is just on Disney Plus. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't even brought up Netflix in two months. Now what? I haven't even brought up Netflix in two months. Netflix.
1: Oh, yes. A distant memory. Um,. Yeah, I mean, going off that, like the Rise of Skywalker, they just released a clip today, I think, on Good Morning America from the documentary that's going to be uh, in the Rise of Skywalker special features about the making of it. And it had like Billy Lord on there, and it's going to go into depth about how they recreated scenes with Carrie, how she portrayed uh, young uh, Leia in that flashback scene. But no deleted scenes. Um, which is something because we've heard of a few deleted scenes. Greg Grunberg was talking at Celebration about a, a deleted, a funny deleted scene that he said would be in the, in the uh, you know, the deleted scenes for the DVD release or Blu-ray release or whatever uh, between him and Claude, the big slug creature.
0: Well, it might be, it might almost be kind of coveted too, because as we know, what we saw of Princess Leia was leftover Force Awakens footage. If they If they would have released that, in the special features they did oh, Interesting. Uh,
1: some of the stuff that we see leia doing is in the you can watch the original footage of in the force awakens deleted scenes
0: well i guess that might be a reason to do it especially with if you're relying on old actors and stuff but it seems like they're going more towards you know people who are going to live for a while <laughs> right
1: yeah so i mean it'll be interesting to see i like i said i really wish they would start releasing some more of this these they have some special features on disney plus but not all the special features that they could um it'll also be interesting to see what all the special features are on the five disk disc 4k set that's coming out also in april i believe (laughs) (laughs) if they were to put everything in there hey probably but yeah disney plus it's getting my money um we talked about the Mandalorian. They just announced that the Mandalorian season two has wrapped filming, um, which is exciting to hear. Uh, Gina Carano had, uh, had put a couple of days ago that she had wrapped. And then we got the official, uh, you know, shooting has wrapped for the Mandalorian season two.
0: Right. But so the thing is the, the, the main question is, so she posted that and what they do is like uh, on shoots, especially on, you know, features of TV shows, if a character's wrapped, they'll say, That's a wrap for Gina, and everyone right. will clap. They might not be completely, totally wrapped yet.
1: No, no. So she she had posted it a couple of days before that she had wrapped. And then, like a few days later, I believe uh, it had come out that they had wrapped on The Mandalorian Season 2. I think Fabro or somebody uh, put it up. Let me look it up real quick. Mandalorian Season 2. Uh, yeah, you might be right. Let's see. The Mandalorian season two wraps productions. This is from Movie Web. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah,
0: uh, it's tough. It's it's uh, I mean, I because I googled it too, and I, like, I guess um, the cinematographer put the, put it up too. Oh, uh, interesting, but um, apparently that um, <laughs> it's funny too. It's it's weird for a different reason, but uh, it said Gina's uh post have fans worried, worried that she, maybe she was saying goodbye forever and not just for the season. Oh no! But I guess they've been filming since October of last year. Yeah, yeah. They've been they've been filming for a minute now, which makes sense. Um
1: but no leaks. no leaks this time around from uh Jason the ward. Uh oh, they,
0: I'm sure they got a wrap on that stuff, man. Yeah,
1: you know, I think they sh they, they changed as far as I know, they're they didn't shoot in the same location that they shot at last time where he had his little perch. Which is uh probably a big majority of the reason they didn't shoot there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean it could be, but it also helps generate you know hype and things like that um it'll be interesting to see how they market this moving forward too as we get closer to october um it'll obviously be after celebration i'm sure we'll see probably the first trailer there and then it'll go live um, yeah maybe
1: and last time it didn't go live it was kind of weird well, when handled it
0: last well, time. it it was but um they need to have some sort of content at celebration right we've been kind of dead um in terms of new like after rise of skywalker what what is there besides the mandalorian and then maybe a kenobi something happening peter totter
1: the high republic
0: right which is a book thing
1: right i almost wonder if so they said that this is phase 1 um you know so the first four books of so the comic series and etc they said this is phase 1 so i wonder if we won't and phase 1 is going to launch the first book is going to kick like be released like 2 days before celebration so i wonder if we won't hear maybe some maybe something about phase 2 during celebration
0: yeah i know but that's like a, a lot of people a a big portion of the audience probably won't care about the literature side of things Um, right which is
1: i mean we talked about you and i were personally talking about earlier when's the next uh animated series going to come out uh it's been rumored that filoni's been working on an animated series another animated series for a while now maybe it has something to do with the high republic
0: maybe Maybe And, and, and i'd also said why not just shoot a goddamn live action i know it's cheaper to do the animated route especially if you're doing 20 episodes or whatever a season and who knows how many episodes they do? They probably do stupid a stupid number, like twelve. With the new, right. uh, the new go to, twelve episodes is like the, the mark. Uh, there was uh, there was a show, goodness gracious, I forget what it was called. Um, it was a show when we were growing up, but they literally had a new episode every single week.
1: Every week. Yeah. Power Rangers, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. It might have
0: been Power Rangers every week. But, Power Rangers but, but, had a new. But episode. Power Rangers cheated because they used because it was they sh- they used, yeah, they the used footage, footage from Japan. dubbed over. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so it saved it. Saved it. Saved a ton of money on the action sequences. At least
1: I did want to mention here at the top of our list, um, legendary actor Max von Sydow has passed away at the age of ninety. And that, of course, is our Larsen
0: Look how old you've become. Yeah, yeah. Something far worse has happened to you. That's from The Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Yeah, that's the first time.
1: You cannot like deny time. the truth that is your family.
0: Yep. That's the first time a lot of the major, like the, the general population, would have been familiar with Larsen Tekka. Um, but the actor himself, uh, great, great legacy. Goodness gracious. I I was, I remember being encapsulated by the movie minority report.
1: Oh yeah. I went and saw that when it came out. That was, that was a sweet movie. Um, I mean, he played Jesus Christ. He was in some of the, uh, Oh, what was it? The judge wasn't he in like the, the dread movies back in the day.
0: Uh, he was in Conan the barbarian
1: yeah i mean prolific career prolific huge got him got him in star wars so he filled that uh you know we, you need at least one prolific you know huge old time actor in every star wars trilogy and i think uh you know i mean now we have Harrison ford as our very own but i mean the the original trilogy
0: did you see the article? Oh, sorry to interrupt, but the uh, so we we saw this truck at Celebration, both the last celebrations. The truck,
1: yes, um, yep, of, the guy that drove to Star- Wichita,
0: yeah, so Star Wars truck. He had like in the back of the truck, it was completely filled with like a full size Han Solo and Carbonite. He basically stalked Harrison Ford. It was like one of the few autographs that he was missing. He's still missing a couple, right?
1: Right, yeah but uh, yeah. he
0: he drove he drove 400 miles. He got the day off work, drove 400 miles because he knew that Harrison Ford was re-upping his um pilot certification. Yep. And uh tracked down where he was known to stay and basically saw he was looking for cars that looked like would be um used to either chauffeur or buy uh, rich person or famous person in the area and ended up finding a vehicle pulled up next to it on the highway and saw it was harrison ford driving followed him to where he was going um terrifying first of all <laughs> but i i have to admire his uh dedication to it and he got harrison ford's signature and apparently harrison ford said something said something along the lines of like well, this is a sight to behold but i've uh I've got to get going now. <laughs> right. Well, he, he took a couple of pictures with the guy, at least. So yeah, that- he did. He did. Uh, but it's not doing the Star Wars fan base uh, any favor by <laughs> by doing things like this, especially now since um, it's annual training. And if he's going back there next year, the crowd might be bigger. Oh boy! Um, it's not doing anything good for his for Harrison's personal life and i don't know i just i kind of disagree with with what he did but hey man he uh, that truck's got to be worth a ton of money now i guess so
1: yeah good for keep, him keep it off the roads in michigan during the winter otherwise half those signatures will disappear he said, that,
0: he said that he was after one more signature and i can't remember what it was yeah, it's a pretty
1: sweet truck, though. It's totally wrapped with all the star, you know, with Star Wars poster art
0: and oh, everything. It's gonna get wrapped again to protect Harry's signature.
1: I wonder if he signed the truck or if he signed.
0: Oh, there was a photo of it. He signed the, the truck. tailgate of the truck. Where? where like, hey, he can you
1: uh, sign the carbonite? Can you sign you and carbonite too? Those things go for a couple grand if they're a decent one. I mean, imagine having one that Harrison Ford signed.
0: Well, I mean, he he has something like 35 signatures on the truck itself and most from the main cast. I I can't remember who he's missing. He's missing another person. Oh, Ewan McGregor. Uh, for,
1: well, for that, you've got to go answer. to, like, you know, Africa. And Ewan likes to – do you ever see – I think it was, like, a television show or something. He did a documentary. Him and, like, his brother or his cousin or something rode their motorcycles, like, across – africa
0: yeah i think i did see that
1: yeah so at least i I was gonna say the guy could have just like went and got him you know drove his truck way up into the mountains got lost you know ran out of gas and just waited for harrison ford to come in his uh
0: rescue rescue. may sign my truck before real quick
1: uh really i just need some gas and a signature thanks Oh yeah so, so like
0: i wonder I wonder though if uh if there's enough arousal in the community itself and it gets to you and McGregor that he's looking for a signature if, if they make it like an event because they always do some sort of interview mm-hmm. with like Kathleen Kennedy or something in front of the vehicles. we saw it in Anaheim, like yeah. we were right there by Kathleen Kennedy
1: It was one of the remember there was like the the scavenger hunt thing with all those q r codes for the app you were supposed to yep, I remember you know, that. find and the truck was had one of those things in it, that truck.
0: Yeah. No, there, there were a couple of vehicles that had uh QR codes, but um, the Kathleen Kennedy did an interview right there. I wonder if like word gets around, like though, he's just looking to find Ewan McGregor's signature uh, to complete his uh, training, I guess, right. <laughs> if you want to keep it Star Wars. um. Maybe maybe it can happen. You know, search is complete. Uh, The the only
1: thing I worry about is like when I met you, I was but a Chevrolet. Now I (laughs) am a land speeder. I don't. (laughs) And then
0: have and then have him sell the truck for a stupid amount of money. Like that's that's like the one thing that kind of frustrates me because like I I mean he's a Star Wars fan, but he does not look like a healthy guy. Um, I'm not a healthy guy either. But uh, if I had that vehicle, I know right away after I die, my wife's going to be like, for sale.
1: (laughs) Just sell it to Lucasfilm. Put it in the uh, Presidio lot, you know, for uh, Lucasfilm there in California. Let it sit there
0: next to the Yoda statue. There you go. My goodness. I don't know. I don't know. Like the whole like stalking. Harry is uh, kind of weird.
1: Yeah. I mean, and, and of all people like Harrison Ford, uh, there was a recent interview that came out and where he dropped the news that uh, um, he would be uh, reprising his role as Indiana. They asked him about reprising all these old ro- roles and how he feels. And he's like, Oh, you know, it's a, it's a good thing. It's I feel honored that, uh, you know, they want to see more of it. Uh, he said that he was going to be stepping back into the shoes as Indiana Jones in two months that they were going to start filming Indiana Jones five in two months. But uh, he said, look, um, I, 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 he didn't like the idea. He still isn't comfortable with the idea of him having fans. He's like, I think of them as my customers. And so I want my to customers. deliver the best type, you know, the best product that I can. And for me, that's my acting. And so anytime I step back into these boots, he's like, the fear is that I'm going to look ridiculous as like a 70 some odd year old man running around in high boots and having swashbuckling adventures.
0: I mean, so I don't, I don't deny what he is saying as, uh, as being a good thing to say or a bad thing to say Um, because yeah, like he he does admit that we are responsible for his success and things like that. He wants his customers to feel satisfied. But um he doesn't really he's he's always been kind of closed off. Never really understand understood the um fandom when it comes to franchises or cinema in general. He just wants to be Harry Ford. That's all he wants to be. And I don't doubt him or, you know, uh, reprimand him for such things. But if if you look at what he's done, he's done a lot of stuff. He's made a lot of people really happy, and I'm sure he's proud of that. But uh, he could he could literally care less. To him, it's a job. You know what I mean? That's kind of how he views it. It's a job, and he doesn't he, he doesn't care about the. Recognition or whatever. Uh, unless the job is successful, he wants the job to be successful. That's all yeah. he wants.
1: He's to a blue collar actor.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like he he doesn't care. Like he he told David Blaine to get the fuck out of my house. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. freaked him out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like he's he's such like a quiet guy. Um. Like the only way like to approach him, like if I were to see him, is to be like. Uh, like first yeah i'm like i'm a big fan sure but i know you're a pilot and i'm terrified of flying you know what i mean like right like like that like that's that's the way i would go up to him because that's what he knows how to talk about that's where he's comfortable and maybe he can help me get over my fear of flying actually you You know know what what i I would
1: ask him like i famously he i mean he's uh he's a carpenter um you know that's part of how this lore of how he got involved with star wars he had given up on acting and he was doing carpentry work in hollywood there um i wonder like just being a carpenter like i am a amateur carpenter so i do you know you know that i do a lot of the my own work on my house i've worked on other people's houses um i wonder like how much he still does like does he still practice like that
0: trade uh, there was that actually came up in an interview. Oh, really? In the, in the last few weeks, um, and he says that he does a little bit, um, but <laughs> s- something about his wife. Uh, <laughs> I, I'd have Camilla. And uh, uh, I have to find the actual interview, um, but I, I guess he does slightly tinker, but it's not uh, appreciated but right. not nearly to the extent that he used to. It's
1: not appreciated. Is that what I, it was about I,
0: his wife? Yeah, right? Because I did watch uh, a lot of interviews. I made
1: a bed and uh, Camille <laughs> I didn't like it. Um got one <laughs> to Ikea. Yeah. Just uh, growls. I don't know if that's uh, my uh, hair support <laughs> impression anymore. She was my <laughs> wife.
0: <laughs> or get off my plane. Get off my plane. But I'm... Um, I did watch a lot of interviews when um Call of the Wild was coming com- coming out and stuff like that. Um, which didn't do well, shockingly. But uh not surprised by that, but Yeah, me neither.
1: I should have just put it out on Animal Planet, probably would have did pretty good.
0: And, or just not pay Harry Ford to be in it right
1: somebody was trying to tell me that it was his project and i'm like no i
0: don't think so no like the the, it's the same thing harrison ford says every time it's like uh like why'd you decide to do it well they're uh they're check cleared right (laughs) i mean
1: they, they they said i'll give you money and i said all right i mean he's already voiced an animated dog so playing next to an animated dog wasn't a far stretch i guess I mean, yeah, if we had enough money, there you go. Let's get Harrison Ford to be in one of your next projects, Casey.
0: Not even, not even that. Like what I would want because his son is a chef. Yeah. My wife is also one. I w- what I would like is for his son and my wife to get together and create a meal, and all of us just to, just to have food. We don't <laughs> need to talk about anything Star Wars. Well, like we'll get that out of the way in the first five minutes. Be like, you know, I love it. Love everything about it. We don't have to talk about it again.
1: He'd probably be more interested in talking to you about Indiana Jones. Yeah, which he, could be
0: seems to be, as... he, he seems to like that character a lot more from what I've gathered in his recent interviews. Because um, he, he had said time and time again that his Han Solo arc was done right. in the original trilogy. And he wanted to die, and they brought him back. And he finally got his death. And then the Rise of Skywalker uh he he was talking about it again uh, in interviews he was like well you know like uh when jj calls you know? and, yeah and like we didn't even have a script that time he was like jj was like this is a good idea and harrison was like okay
1: they're like <laughs> oh listen well, i i think i heard that interview too they were like well so did you take jj at his you know you trust jj when he said you know he was like well yeah don't you so yeah, yeah, no, like he's he, freaking um, J.J. Abrams. Like even yeah, Harrison Ford recognizes. It's
0: it's a tough it's a tough industry to be in right now, just in general, because like we're never gonna have like the George Lucas or Steven Spielberg again. J.J. Abrams is the closest we're gonna get, and the only reason for that is because of the internet and how interesting TV has become. Right. Um, we kind of got sort of it with d b Weiss and Game of Thrones, and then they just shit the bed and then drop star wars um so I'm not sure if there's another like actual real behemoth of an of a, like an auteur or or a creative out there that can come out and change the industry like i I wish that I could have came out here in like the late sixties early seventies being. Eighteen years old and hungry, you know what I mean. You just because, gotta, yeah. It's, just it's a recipe involved with American zoetrope. If, if, if you wanted to get in the industry at that point in time, like it, it, wasn't difficult to do. Nowadays, it's horrendously difficult. You talk about James Cameron; he came out here. You know what I mean. Well, the ironic thing is, it was difficult. It was very
1: difficult in old Hollywood. It's pretty much a closed door system. You either had to be,
0: yeah,
1: re- yeah, had to be sure. related to somebody. You know it, that was already in the business or not, and it was it was known as a very closed door system. And then when that all started dying out, and then you got like the new wave with like Francis Ford Coppola and Scorsese and and uh, and Lucas, and then in Le- Spielberg later. You know, then well, yeah, yeah, cause then even, they were like just giving money out to whoever. Like, hey, we need some new stuff. If you got an idea, we're just going to throw everything at the wall and see what sticks.
0: Well, well, yeah, because even with Harrison Ford when he was younger, it was like the all the lots were. Contract yep. based, like actors yep. were contracted, yep. and they had to do this movie if they, if the studio said you have to do this movie, um, which is where agents come in and but like the agencies have, kind of taken over. They don't right. like they didn't they they package stuff right, just like Jurassic Park. You're you're, you're packaging. You want to sell it. You want to sell it. Um, that's what's happening for the last fifteen years or so now, but um if you look at like being hungry and coming out and wanting to actually do it back then, you could have done it. Nowadays you can't, you actually, like nowadays you really, really, really to get in even a, an assistant position anywhere, you have to know somebody, you have to have a referral. Well, here's you the thing. To be related,
1: Right. It's cyclical, it's right? Sure. Things happen in cycles. We're almost back to that point that we were like, that you were in like the fifties, you know, in the early sixties. You never know, Casey. I mean, you're only 30 years old. A lot of these greats you're talking about didn't get their breaks until they were into their thirties.
0: Yeah. You know, you talk, it's funny you say that because I saw an article today. I think it was, uh, it was Glenn Close. Didn't have her first uh, actor job until she was 35.
1: Yeah. I mean, you never know. You never know. Get involved with the JJ. You know he can bring Harrison back from the dead. JJ can bring anybody back from the dead.
0: Yeah, true. Uh, we saw that with Lost. JJ's
1: got the Lazarus effect. You know he can. He can call anybody out of the. You know he can. He's he can call anybody out of the tomb he wants to. He did it with Harrison. He did it with Han Solo. You know he even did it with Palpatine. We've got some news that I think we should touch on. Yeah. um we we can touch on a little bit i I want to have sean on eventually i think i think all of us should listen to the rise of skywalker novelization just because it seems to be jam-packed full of like really big pivotal like uh
0: things yeah and, things. Like, uh, it's not it's not even out yet right it's like another week or so it's not
1: officially out they had an early release uh at uh, c2e2 in chicago so a lot of people got their hands on it um so there's been a lot of
0: screenshots
1: yeah so like star wars theory has it somebody sent him a copy um a lot of other podcasters and stuff have it but uh all right one of the biggest things that came out of this was tell me what your thoughts are palpatine that we see in the movie was a clone let let me before you tell me let me let me read you this small this small uh
0: I, i've um, read it I, I, but for the for the listeners
1: oh yeah you you've read the uh well actually if you have that if you have that screenshot pull pull that okay. screenshot up while i read okay. you this this is from an interview with ian mcdharmid
0: oh interesting
1: at a comic-con in brussels um it's like a 30 minute interview, but he said this. He says, well, of course, there were a lot of sorts of explanations for why I might return. I think I can reveal something. At one point, the script had a line in that first scene with Adam, where he says, you're a clone. And I said in that original script, which is no longer with us, more than a clone, less than a man which seemed to me to sum it up because we knew that the camera was already snaked past the clone tank in which there are various versions of Snoke that you probably noticed.
0: Interesting.
1: So originally he, I mean, Adam called or Kylo Ren calls him out. You're a clone. And he responded more than a clone, less than a man. Do, Do you have that snippet from the book pulled up?
0: I am trying to find it. I saw it a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. All right, yeah, so um, I, found the, I found the quote, and it says, uh, All the vials were empty of liquid, save one, which was nearly depleted. Kylo peered closer. He'd seen this apparatus before, too, when he'd studied the Clone Wars as a boy liquid flowing into the living nightmare before him was fighting a losing battle to sustain the Emperor's putrid flesh. What could you give me? We're going to have to restart.
1: (laughs) I thought that that was just like some ambient, you know, just it was setting the mood for the craziness that we were hearing just, it was very Exegol like just shrieking.
0: Oh yeah. In the background. Yeah. It was terrifying. Um, But anyway, I'll uh, restart. Oh, the vials were empty of liquid, save one, which was nearly depleted, Kylo peered closer. he had seen this apparatus before, too, when he'd studied the Clone Wars as a boy. The liquid flowing into the living nightmare before him was fighting a losing battle to sustain the Emperor's putrid flesh. What could you give me? Kylo asked. The Emperor Palpatine lived after a fashion, and Kylo could feel in his very bones that this clone body, clone body, sheltered the Emperor's actual spirit. It was an imperfect vessel, though, unable to contain his immense power. It couldn't last much longer. His cologne body.
1: An imperfect vessel. Putrid flesh. Vials keeping him alive. Stuff from the C- Clone Wars technology. Casey, does this shatter your view?
0: Uh, no, I kind of expected it. Like, um, to, for the Emperor, given the amount of time that had passed since Return of the Jedi, um, and having it be his actual corpse that was found and just the Sith alchemy keeping it alive, it uh, wouldn't make sense. And especially since the very beginning of Rise of Skywalker, you see Clone Snoke's. Yeah. Right. So uh, it it seems like the the current version of Palpatine that they have um, is probably the most successful or most accurate, and the Snoke's were kind of in betweener tester type things. You know what I mean? Hmm. hmm. That's that's kind of how I feel about it because well, we see like as soon as as soon as Kylo walks in there. You hear every voice you've ever heard inside your head. Yeah, was me. i you beg you hear, every voice you've ever heard. Yeah, yeah, like you, you hear Snoke. You hear, but from, You're the, Kylo, from the Kylo comics. Um, you hear. You
1: know, you know be, Snoke's been talking. The voice of Snoke, and like, has like been and, talking.
0: and like, and, like and, and it seems like you see actual Snoke too. Maybe. Dude. Maybe Palpatine contacted Snoke, and you know what I mean, like maybe Palpatine was working through the original Snoke, and Snoke was powerful enough and still alive enough to try to create clones of to sustain himself. Hmm. It was like the closest thing that he could find it's a
1: it's a it's really um, muddling things i well, he said
0: I made Snoke in episode nine right? Well, what i, I Right, I mean, I think I, I take that as the current version of Snoke we see in The Last Jedi. Um, I think it's just, Snoke. but 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 I, but but I could also take that as, um, I I made Snoke like who he is, like like if you like if like uh, that's ex- I think I think that's, I think the point that he
1: said I made Snoke, and then we see Snoke's pickling in a vat like the two things work together to tell us
0: like palpatine didn't do shit palpatine didn't do shit he was just barely alive the sith alchemist and his cultists made snoke right yeah palpatine's discretion and or order well i'm sure like if you if you look at the early version of snoke he is very um worldly in terms of the nature and stuff that is around him
1: well and somebody pointed out. It's been pointed out before. It was pointed out before this, uh, which you remember there's thousands of Snoke theories after the force awakens more after the last Jedi. And it was pointed out that the Snokes that we see in the for the Snoke that we see in the force awakens and the Snoke that we see in the last Jedi, there is a distinct difference in the way they look. The scars are different. The face is like it's it's still you know messed up but it's messed up differently you
0: don't actually see snoke in the force awakens though you see a hologram of snoke
1: right but that's what i'm saying like just like yeah yeah but i mean um it's 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 different it's noticeably different i mean when you see a hologram of palpatine you know it's palpatine like it looks like palpatine it's just like i'm seeing a i'm seeing a picture of your face right now but it's the scars are different. Um, like the malformation is different. So people were saying maybe that was a different Snoke body, you know, maybe these Snoke puppets only last so long and it's, it's well known and is documented in the visual dictionaries that Snoke didn't let people see him very often. Maybe it's because these puppets only lasted for a little while and they had to be
0: swapped out and replaced. And he did say every voice and Snoke talked to Kylo at a young age. So I guess that makes sense, but it doesn't make sense for the the, the v- version of Snoke we see in the second episode or second uh, um, comic of the Kylo series. Having him be like a tree-hugging hippie, you know what I mean? Uh, that just seem, that seems very odd. Maybe that's just that body itself trying to sustain itself and you know, connect, but it just it it seems a little far fetched. Yeah, I, I, mean, think Sno- I think Snoke had to have existed, um, because I don't think it's necessarily a clone of Palpatine itself. I think he found the next closest thing, and tried to replicate it to fit him into it.
1: Snoke, you mean?
0: Yeah. Hmm. Well, it's interesting. Okay. Uh, spoilers
1: for anybody who doesn't want to know if they're waiting to read the book. Um, I wish I could find the clip uh, from the book, but it, uh, it has also revealed that Ray's father is a failed Palpatine clone.
0: Right. And define failed. He's still alive. Well, it, and it, to have a child. it said, it, it said failed in this.
1: Right, it said failed in this in this terms. Like they had tried several times to make Palpatine clones. The closest they got was like the messed up body that he is in when we see him in the Rise of Skywalker. But they did succeed in cloning Palpatine. It was a perfect clone other than it couldn't hold his power. It wasn't Force sensitive. It couldn't hold the power of the Force. So
0: so how is how was how did that clone manage to to escape, unless Palpatine allowed it to have children, that he could.
1: I don't think he allowed it. Like, yeah, I don't see Palpatine letting it off. Like we've talked about, like in uh, like the winds and such, and the Bad Batch. How you said you don't think they would have let him off the assembly line. I sure don't think Palpatine would be like, oh yeah, sure, let a clone of me go running off into the galaxy.
0: Yeah, probably. But they found him, and found that they hid the child that he knew about.
1: I'm guessing he escaped somehow.
0: Somebody so he had to have been watching after the fact
1: too. Yeah. He escaped. They sent you know, they tracked him down. Maybe they found out that at that point that he had a child. So Ray, in essence, is actually not the granddaughter of Palpatine, but for all intents and purposes, his daughter. The daughter of Palpatine.
0: Yeah. But who knows how cloning changes genes obviously it does because her father was not force sensitive
1: but that's like a force thing right so
0: yeah it could be but i mean yeah and clones i mean are supposed it supposed to be genetically identical
1: in legends it was a it was a hard thing to clone a force user you could genetically replicate somebody but it wasn't okay so like for um force Unleashed 2 they made thousands of galen merrick star killer clones but they couldn't get him right. Being a force user, it was like one in a billion that they got like an actual perfect clone that was at, still had like the power of the force.
0: Yeah, no, it's 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 a rare thing. And and sure, like yeah, I understand what you're saying because like uh, even in uh, Attack of the Clones, um, Jango required one unaltered clone, and yep. that was his son, even though it was him. Right, you know what I mean? he raised him as his son. Yeah. And, and it's just like in, in like common day shit too. Like if you have twins, right, they're genetically identical. And if those twins get married to different people and have children, they're not cousins. They're technically half siblings. Hmm.
1: You know Are what they, I mean? gen- what, some of the twins, what, there's two different types of twins, right? There's
0: fraternal and, and uh, identical. If you're an identical twin and you get married to separate people, and you both have children, the children from both marriages, which show are up as half siblings. Hmm. Um, but if you're fraternal, that just means that something weird happened, and you were both both born out of the same womb, but you have different DNA. Like you don't, like it's not, right. it's, not it's not matching, so that wouldn't affect that. So I can kind of, sort of understand what's happening
1: yeah so evidently some more things to look forward to in this book is it details actually how palpatine like his his death when he fell down that shaft from his point of view and how and when he came back uh and transferred his essence into the cloning bodies it talks about that um it like i said it talks about uh his son or quote unquote son being uh, a clone. So it's interesting. There's a lot of interesting stuff uh, to look forward to. I really want to dive into this book and if try and get the, you know, the Sean and you and I to go through this book and I'll probably try to save some clips so we can play them on the show and kind of pull apart some of these bigger things. Um. Yeah. I, I'm not against it. I would. I've been saying since no, uh, Palpatine it's revealed. Palpatine was back. People are like, ah, oh, he better not be a clone. If he's a clone, I'm like, why? Why is everybody against cloning? Cloning has been a known entity. It's a known, you know, factor in Star Wars since the first Star Wars movie. You know, the Clone Wars was, were, you know, was mentioned in Episode Four. We've known cloning is a thing in Star Wars. And it's not like it's been overused. We had, you know, Jango Fett was cloned essentially, and Boba Fett, and uh, made Boba Fett made the clone army, and that's about it.
0: Yeah, true. No, I'm I'm not against it either. Was kind of to see uh, how it unfurls in the in the full book once once we get our hands on it, and um, the next thing. Yeah, so the the next little thing I want to talk about is a a small little rumor update type thing. Um, There was a leaked thing from the PlayStation Network that somebody randomly found called Project Maverick.
1: Yeah, found on the PlayStation Network store. It's a smaller, more unusual project. And what we're hearing is this is... um, Okay, so to trace this back... This is like a failure upon a failure upon a failure. Um, so going back several years ago, EA was developing a first-person open-world concept game um, to be released on, you know, all the consoles and, you know, every platform, basically. And it was going to follow uh, a deserter, uh, a um, a draft skipper from Alderaan. Um. For the for the empire, and he was off planet when the when Alderaan was destroyed, and they were hunting down Alderanians, um, and it was going to follow this guy. I forget what the project name was. Amy Hennig, I think, was was uh, heading this, but it it got scrapped. What's that? It makes
0: sense. down Alderanian. They blew up the force.
1: Hold on, you're... You're breaking up on us. Say that again.
0: Had yeah, the old internet connection thing for some reason. Storm and any like before. Um, I said it doesn't make sense for them to hunt down Alderanians because they were like the planet was destroyed just as a show of force.
1: They were hunting them down because when it was destroyed, they were saying like the Alderanians basically. At all, they were all committing you know mutiny and treason against the empire Uh, there was more to the story it it sounded like an interesting story okay long story short battlefront comes out ea says we uh, we don't think there's money in first person you know star wars games very much we want to do multiplayer blah 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 we're gonna scrap this project and we're gonna we're gonna retool it, use some of the platform. We're gonna retool it to like a multiplayer thing that you can do online with different people. So they scrapped that project, they fired most of the uh the staff that was working on it, and they move it to respawn. Respawn starts retooling it, and they were working on on something different. Um, I forget what the code name was for that. There there's been a couple of code names that have been that have gone down the line with this. And so they worked on that for several months, uh, over a year, I think. And then they end up canceling that as well. And they said, hey, look, we're going to retool this and make it into something different. And then they canceled that thing too. So essentially, it's just been whittled down to nothing.
0: And people are saying that- I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe. but I think after, because EA, I think it was the person- The person, well, technically too, because it's a corporation, and for some reason they're treated like individuals. Um, EA had said something along the lines in the past about how nobody wants single-player games. Right. Then we saw like the big success of God of the new God of War, the new Spider-Man, Fallen Order. They made Fallen Order, and it was massive. Yeah. And they're already. Freaking making another one, so of course, yeah, no, they're they're on board. Like E A, their bread and butter are the stupid people. Sorry, if you're one of them that buy like FIFA nineteen, FIFA twenty, FIFA twenty one, FIFA twenty two. It's the same goddamn game. Like you don't need the new, the new stuff. I don't understand it. Um, but anyway, sorry
1: hey, yeah, they're making their money off of that. But that's the thing. Like, So this Project Maverick is, uh, they had said the last time they canceled the fourth iteration of this game from way back when that it was going to be, you know, that it was getting canceled. They said, well, we're working on two projects right now, one of them, and they had said one of them smaller and more unusual. So people are saying that this, this uh, rumored Project Maverick, which looks to be like a Starfighter game, uh, just from the one image that was attached to it, it's a Star Destroyer and like a Y-Wing or an X-Wing or something flying by. So we could be getting like some X-Wing, more, you know, some Starfighter love in the galaxy far, far away.
0: Yeah, but it had to be good because you can get that in Battlefront 1 and 2, like the, the latest ones. Right. Um, and I think I I messaged you about this. Um, I don't know if you saw it, and I hope you did because I don't know if it's still available because I've been playing. The original Battlefront 1 is currently free on Xbox Live with Games with Gold. No, I didn't see. I've been playing through the campaign and uh, it does have a multiplayer thing. But I think with Battlefront 1, you can't actually play as a hero. I think that was only introduced in like the original Battlefront 2. Okay. But um, I'll get on that. We should do that. That'd be sweet. I've, I've been having a good time with it for sure. And then beyond that, uh, goodness gracious, the latest episode of Clone Wars.
1: Yeah, so uh season seven, episode three on the wings of Curedex. Um yeah, uh what'd you think? What was what's your what's your overall of the episode, Case?
0: A lot to unpack is the overall of the episode. Um it was basically a direct continuation of the previous one, which I appreciate. I like it when Shows and things do stuff like that, but uh, I didn't want to get to the end of it yet because that's when I was like, Hmm, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, so no, but so, like, uh, I guess to get into like the initial reactions, um, we see this new crazy circular droid that not only cuts holes through drawers. Drawers, <laughs> drawers. <laughs> holes through my undies. No, those are just my massive farts, honey. Um, doors, doors, and uh, shoots I, I, out crazy purple lightning. Yeah, kind of looks like one
1: of those uh, like things you see at the science museum or whatever you know.
0: Yeah, orbs, like, and... like yeah, like the static electricity thing
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So. And That's and they cool. said
0: no organic life forms detected.
1: Yeah, so it's only good against organics, which would make sense if you're, uh, you know, the, if you have a droid army, if you're the techno union, you'd have something that, uh, basically the opposite of, uh, what, a uh, the EMP or whatever. It's like the opposite yeah. of that.
0: Yeah. 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 No, that makes sense. And even when that was going through, um, the Techno Union dudes, because there were three of them outside the door. Watt, they, Spot, and Glot. I think are their names. They, they didn't look through the hole until it was like it shut down. Yeah. And then they looked through the hole because they probably would have been fucking blasted too by whatever that purple shit was. And, and who knows what would have happened. Maybe the purple stuff is dangerous and would kill you or pull you in or something and right. turn you into an echo. But um, I think the purple stuff is... I the way that I picture it is like more of like a tranquilizer type thing.
1: I was just going like, to say it must be a tranquilizer because Echo is an asset to them and they obviously didn't want him destroyed or taken, so they wouldn't have sent something in there that was going to utterly destroy their quote-unquote property.
0: Right. And uh they and like even after they escaped it was about recouping their stuff like they didn't want to tell the separatists. Right. So like a lot of that was interesting. We saw a lot of cool stuff um from Wrecker. Um and even Echo. So in the beginning Echo Anakin comes in and um Echo's feeling okay. Tech releases him from his whatever prison that he's in. Right. And then Rex pulls off all the cords, And Echo says that you Know they have all, all of our information, but I have their information too. Good. There's a way out here,
1: yeah. Look up, and,
0: yeah. And um, you know, that like Echo himself opens that with his robot droid arm,
1: yeah. That was pretty cool that uh, right. he had but the
0: fact, right? But the weird thing about it though is that so he has to have some sort of like droid mind too, because how would you? know how to turn things in a specific way like you've seen how like only droids can do that stuff like open the door otherwise well, if, i if mean you have a cybernetic arm or like a hand you could have one of your fingers be one of those plugs
1: ezra does it yeah. ezra does it in rebels he picks locks he has like a thing that like that part of the droid essentially and he's just
0: like
1: and he's pretty good at picking locks but i mean maybe it's as simple as when they gave luke his mechanical hand they program it to, you know, his mind works it. It's just whatever you're thinking, like you think, oh, I want to move my pinky, moves his pinky. You know, I want to make a fist, make a fist. So maybe it's along those same lines, just a whole lot more complicated. Like I want to, you know, if you know how to use a computer, it'd be like, you know that if you want to access the menu, you have to go, you have to click, use your mouse, click the start, go to control pan, you know, whatever. So maybe it's intuitive like that.
0: Perhaps, but I mean, you're talking about complexity, like what we saw with Luke, like they were, they were tapping his forearm and his hand was reacting. Right. You know what I mean? And that's like what happens in people. Like, like you look at my hand right now in video, like I'm, if I squeeze my forearm, it makes it makes my fingers curl. You know what I mean? Right, Depending right. on where I squeeze. Um, that didn't feel good. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch! I was, I was squeezing hard. Um, but yeah, it's just like that was interesting. But a uh, wrecker, um, throws throws pretty much the entire crew up, except for Anakin, who's like, nah, bro. Yeah, I, got, I this. got this. I got it. Ugh. And then Wrecker, uh, I thought he was gonna die. I thought he was gonna sacrifice himself, but he oh, when he, he, he was yeah, yeah, he throws a bunch of charges, and Anakin's like times up, and Force lifts him, and then as he's being lifted, he's like the 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 droids coming in with the purple lightning. He's like, I don't like this. It's gonna give me. It's gonna give me.
1: And Anakin like hesitates, lets it go past him, and then. Yeah, like
0: Wrecker's Re- just like a really strong child. Like, that's, I think we talked about that before. He's, he's like a, a child who doesn't know his own strength. He knows his own strength, like, Wrecker, right. But, um, he, he is a child.
1: When they made character. him that strong, they sacrificed some, uh, higher processing, it seems. <laughs> it's a give well, and they take.
0: Got, they, they got Hunter, man. Like, you see what some of the stuff that Hunter did. Good God. They didn't, so, uh, We'll get there. So they so they escape, right? They they, they uh, Echo says there's a way out, but you're not gonna like it, sir. Right. And he leads them to a platform which looks like a dead end. And this comes and this comes to be important at the end of the episode, right? To to me. Okay. There's a way out, but he leads them onto a uh, a pipe bridging platforms, right? Okay. And then they're surrounded.
1: Yep. So they got droids coming in on both sides.
0: Right. And then what does, and like, and and if you like knowing that and knowing where Echo led them, do you remember Echo's facial expressions and stuff at the end of the episode?
1: Hmm. Not a hundred percent. I haven't watched it. I watched it when it came out.
0: It seems like he is not a good guy. It seems hmm. like he's not entirely Echo and he's not on board with what they're doing.
1: Hmm, so you're thinking that there could be he's he may be more machine now than man, twisted and evil.
0: And he is. He has a cybernetic arm, torso, he has two legs. He has matrix tube nodule things stuck all up his spine and head. <laughs> because like they're about to leave. So he's a trojan and, horse. He's malware. Uh, it kind of seems like that because his eye color um mm. seems dark and um as he's about to get on the ship, uh he like he gets like, you know, like come on, he's like yeah or, or something like pull it up, dude. Like pull up that last little scene because I'm watching
1: right now I have it playing <laughs> here they just jumped on the uh kierdax
0: yeah so uh, I'll, I'll I'll continue talking while you find it so um tech being tech he uh uses his technology huh tech to record the distress call of the kierdax right that um they were that the uh, politics fly on and or worship and they uh, they come to the rescue, and they have to jump. They have to jump. But what's surprising to me about this is, like, Echo jumps first, and then Rex follows. So it kind of almost kills what I was just saying. But Echo's reaction to the end of the episode is, uh, I think, significant. And you look into what happens with the politics. They, uh, they, they're, they're convinced to fight. And at the end, they end up saying that Jedi will always have allies on Skiko and Mina. Um So they continue. They, they do stuff like that. They fight. They take down these crazy uh, tripod droids that are coming in. And even Rex, or no, Echo. Echo says, just like old times, huh? oh, no, he tells Anakin, you're still showing off.
1: Yep, yep.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah, I just
1: I just watched the end there and they're like, yeah, Rex tells him like, like, oh, just like old times, brother. And he's like, Yeah. Just like old times.
0: And he, and, and, and he has that thousand yards stare. Hmm. And he just he looks I, maybe they're just framing it to make him look dangerous and untrustworthy. And he probably is. Like if I were if I were the Jedi. In control of this army i would have him sent in but it's going to be rex that saves him hmm. and maybe and maybe because echo so here's here's another theory that i just came up with right so echo is basically dead and in control and uh, of the the techno union right okay maybe echo is the one to tell rex about the implant
1: Ooh, because you now know.
0: Yeah. Right. Cause I've been watching revels. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and obviously Rex <gasps> is still there.
1: Well, Rex is still there. And it even says in that episode when you're introduced to him, um, he tells him flat out, we had our chips removed. I had my chip yeah. removed.
0: So I think, uh, I think so. So knowing that, right in hindsight, uh, maybe it's Echo being like, "Man, it's not gonna be like old times," because mm. there's some other nefarious shit going on. Yeah,
1: there's some stuff going down, and that could even lead to him, Echo, being taken out by a plethora of ways. I mean, if Palpatine, so maybe one of the reasons that it came down the pipeline not to go and rescue Echo. From the higher-ups, which Obi-Wan was coming to tell Anakin, like, yeah, this uh, this mission isn't sanctioned because Palpatine doesn't want Echo, who's got all this information, another liability, another, you know, leak in the dam. And so, this, I mean, so Palpatine could now be like, hey, uh, we need to tell these other clones to take them out. We need to tell the Kaminoans to take them out. We got to tell maybe bad batch turns bad because who do they answer to that was brought up nobody maybe they i mean we know they're that they baby, would answer to the ch- chancellor
0: yeah i suppose so and i just want to uh i'm patting myself on the back random because that random off the cuff thought that i had because i just watched that episode with like i've been watching rebels and uh it kind of made me make the connection i might be wrong but i think that makes sense with it makes more sense than echo just turning bad right it makes it makes more sense to have him be like yeah my chip has been deactivated and this is what's happening and we are not in control so
1: so the last episode of this arc is the next episode comes out on the 13th episode four is titled unfinished business
0: yeah, listen, well I mean that could mean a lot of things and that doesn't have I mean maybe Echo says something to hmm. kinda of tip them off.
1: It could even play in later because the next the next four episodes are so this is labeled the Bad Batch arc. The next arc is Ahsoka's walkabout, it's called.
0: Oh interesting. Like uh like John, John Locke. Yeah. Loss. yeah. <laughs> Don't tell me what I can't
1: do. Um so the yeah, so we got Gone Without a Trace, Deal or No Deal, and then Unknown, Unknown for the last two episodes. And then the last arc is the Siege of Mandalore with four episodes. But I'm saying it could even come in and play out in the Siege of Mandalore. We might not see well, I mean for the whole Ahsoka's walkabout, probably won't see a lot with the clones and stuff, and this might resol- not resolve until the Siege of Mandalore arc.
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's 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 definitely interesting and convoluted, but and uh, and we do see in one of the trailers that uh, Rex is standing in front of Ahsoka at one point in time. Yeah. Um, and we had speculated, and we have talked about it a couple different times in a couple different podcasts that maybe that's when Order sixty six was given, and Rex right. is like, nah. Yeah. But, well, but even even Ahsoka says that. Like even in, in Rebels, I think that she says that she was targeted. Even though she left the Jedi Order, um, she's still force sensitive. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I th- she was still targeted,
1: but well, um. And we know Rex is with her <laughs> at the Siege of Mandalore because he says as much when he's reintroduced in Rebels. He says, you know, they're like, oh, Ahsoka Tano sent you know sent me. He goes, Ahsoka. Ah, uh, I fought with Ahsoka since uh, the Battle of Chris- on Christos. Oh, All yeah. the way to the siege of Mandalore,
0: and, and like they weren't even going to go there. She, he just said, "Tell Ahsoka, I said hi." Basically, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, hmm. Rex, Rex is the key to everything.
1: Rex is the key, but who was who? Uh, I mean, Rex fits really nicely. Who <laughs> is the lock? But who is the lock? <laughs> yeah, who is the lock? Other than Ahsoka being the walkabout, you know, the mm-hmm. the, the crippled. The John uh, Locke box, reference, the crippled box seller, from wherever, the yeah, John,
0: and, and the John Locke reference. Um, interesting. I wonder if he's going to be the one. Uh, well, because I, I haven't watched Rebels all the way through, so we're extrapolating now to Rebels, right? I'm, um, I'm at the point now where Yoda. They went back to the Jedi Temple on Lothal. Such and an awesome Yoda, episode. And uh, the only people that see Yoda is Ezra, like, fully, basically, has a conversation with him. And Ahsoka gets, like, a glancing look back at Yoda. Um, but Yoda tells Ezra to find Malachor. And Ezra thinks Malakor is a person, but we know that he's not based off of the prequels. Um, the honorable delegates of Malakor, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, they, they want the uh, commission to be sent, right? Is that Malacor? That's Mal-
1: Malastare.
0: Oh, Malastare, interesting. Okay. Well, anyway, I'm an idiot. But yeah,
1: Malastare. There is pod Mal-Astair. racing on Malastare. Very fast. Very dangerous. Very
0: dangerous. But uh, I, I, I know. I do know that Malacor is a place. And I <laughs> good was pull though. To, that was a good I was pull. Ho- I was hoping to make Malachor, Uh uh, make another smart reference um in a last ditch thought like i did with the uh echo
1: well throw it out could have sh- could have uh shreds of reason
0: no it doesn't, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> no but it'll be just, interesting i was proud of my echo rex connection there like no, that, I, yeah, i think
1: that was I, good that's what it is. i think that it's going i think that you're right there's a reason okay look like we said there when they scrapped um clone wars they released those 10 episodes of whatever the lost missions um they had the mall stuff going on they had um more stuff with ahsoka i said there was an arc before where they went down underneath the jedi temple they found that uh the sith temple and they found that it had still being, was still being accessed, like we talked about with on the Palpatine episode months ago. That's where Palpatine snuck in and was like blinding the Jedi. And they, then you have this bad batch, okay? Now, just when they, and they released those animatics and stuff. But when they said that they were, they were coming back, they're doing season seven, but they're only releasing a few arcs. They're not doing the one where they go underneath the Jedi temple, find the Sith temple. Which I, to me it seems like I, I really want to see that they're not finishing they're not you no know, filling more of the gaps in with Maul, um like with the Son of Dathomir comic like I sent you, um, but they're doing the Bad Batch arc, so it's got to tie in. So like you're I I think you're on point when you're saying Echo this has got to be something bigger. I don't think we're going to see the resolution to it. I. I I don't think that, and like we said, it looks like it's going to go past um, episode three. It's going to cover um, order 66. So who yeah. knows, man? I think well, that it's, I
0: mean, what, what it's going to play what's gonna, into
1: a bigger thing.
0: What's going to happen is Echo's going to tell Rex and Rex is going to believe him. Right? Right. Rex is going to believe him. And um Rex is gonna be quote decommissioned. Mm. Not Rex, uh Echo. Echo. Yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be taken out and dissected to see what the techno union's done to him. That's what I think's gonna happen. But he's gonna tell Re- he's gonna tell Rex what's going on. And I think Rex is gonna tell a select few, including Wolf. They're gonna fives him. Yeah yeah he' he's gonna like but but Rex saw what happened with five, so he's not gonna go crazy yeah he's gonna he's gonna tell wolf mm. and he's gonna tell the you know what I mean the other people we see with him in rebels, and maybe some more that we don't see survive right but um i think I think Rex is like Rex was all about saving echo because these were the these were the battle plans echo and I drew up together. Yeah. Yeah you know I mean, um, he's he's gonna listen to him and Yeah, this has gotta tie
1: in because otherwise it's just them saying, Let's open up season seven with random, you know, deformed clones. Oh, that and, was
0: cool. And chaos. Yeah,
1: that was cool. Um, now that we wasted four episodes
0: Yeah, like is definitely gonna tie it into Rebels and it has to go into rex and company removing the chip um and i think the information as of now because echo's like the techno union said echo's dead Hmm. um it's the information has to come from echo but rex was there when fives went haywire
1: maybe like you're saying, maybe Echo is dead. Maybe he's just a program mimicking Echo,
0: and Which is maybe terrifying. And that's what I thought initially because I was like, maybe he's a bad guy. But I think, I think he has a soft spot for Rex. I think, I think it's gonna be, and that's why it's not gonna be like old times.
1: Or maybe gonna... when they access him to figure <laughs> him out, that maybe tech, right? Maybe they're just like, all right, they figure it out. He tries, Echo tries to turn on him or whatever. They subdue him, but then they're like, you know, Echo's gone, but let's, he didn't, let's, you know, he didn't die in vain. We still have, you know, he is still the vessel in which we have this, you know, huge plethora of information now. Let's open him up and tech, try and see if you can get anything out of the computer that, you know, was formerly known as Echo. And maybe that's where they figure out the um, the whole thing about the chips and stuff, where Rex figures it out.
0: You see, but the interesting thing about that though is you have to like fast forward to episode three because you do like Anakin's there and um, Palpatine executes Order sixty six, right? Right. Anakin, you would think Anakin would have to know a little bit about. What's going on with that?
1: Unless this all happens with the 501st when most of it's stationed on Mandalore and Anakin leaves a large portion of the 501st on Mandalore under Ahsoka's control.
0: Mm, well, then there you go. Then that makes Rebels even more interesting to me. Yeah. And it makes the entire thing more interesting. Like the the link, the the bridge the bridge between and even into episode three more interesting yeah, just with the clones. but yeah i think echo's a big portion of it man
1: yeah and i still like what i i saw somebody saying like what if echo base is in honor of echo oh yeah like just like retconning that all in there i love it when they retcon stuff like that like i know some people don't like it but hey look star We're wars about,
0: really- are you talking about chad campbell
1: I'm talking about a lot of people I'm talking about, I'm saying like, I was just telling you, I've been listening to the book, uh, the secret history of star Wars, which is fantastic. If you get, if you have a chance, if you're ever going on a flight or you're going on a long trip or whatever, listen to this audio book. Um, trying to remember the guy who, uh, so you've seen the collider videos, right? The spoofs with George Lucas.
0: Oh yeah. Actually. Um, I know I am acquainted with them but i know people who are really good friends with them
1: okay we're gonna have to talk about that later but uh josh robert thompson is the guy who does the george lucas impersonation and he narrates this book and he does it with his george lucas voice really? <laughs> george lucas yes that's why i'm like so it's like george lucas telling me the, the secret history of star wars
0: know a lot of the collider guys they're they're big into something called uh, one wheel
1: okay um,
0: it's it's kind of like uh like imagine a skateboard with like a giant eight inch diameter wheel in the okay. middle and um, it's battery powered and they go on like trails and stuff all the time. And uh, one of the people that I play D and D with uh, occasionally has uh, rides with them and works with them. And mm-hmm. um, I messaged him about them a couple of times just in general. And they were like, and, you know, so like, uh, I know people who are, are close with them and, um, they seem like really, really cool dudes.
1: Oh yeah. And I've seen,
0: I've seen all these videos and they do, they do a lot of like the VFX artists react type videos. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, I, I potentially have an in with that.
1: Oh, cool well let's do a crossover we got fernandez just started a new podcast for collider with uh, star wars theory called rule of two so they're continuing this podcast but it's called rule of two so that'd be a perfect crossover for us too. Uh, rule of two and talking sith
0: yeah no i i so i think uh like i'll reach out to my friend but um yeah i think if it's like a, a joint thing with that and we can get them on to talk a little bit about some of the stuff would be, would be interesting and cool for sure. Yeah. Um, But no, I
1: I was, we got down that rabbit trail because I brought up the secret uh, history of star Wars and the echo base and retconning star Wars. This whole book secret history of star Wars is all about George Lucas did not have everything planned from the beginning. Princess Leia being Luke's sister is a retcon. Anakin Skywalker being Darth Vader is a retcon. The Star Wars that we know of, you know, that many of the truths you cling to depend on a certain point of view, that is a retcon. Like, the whole empire of Star Wars is built on retcons, so give them to me. Give me more retcons. I love it when you go back and you adjust it and you retcon things and you make things, uh, you know, just like emotionally impactful to me. So now every time I see echo, you know, I watch empire strikes back. I'm thinking of fricking echo and what he went through. And I'm thinking of Rex and I'm thinking of all the clones and what they went through. I love it. I love tying everything together. Oh, Can't hear you. I think you're still muted.
0: Yep, me to myself yep. I said so uh I yeah no I agree and I I think the last thing we should do is uh you share your screen and audio and watch the uh it came out months ago the uh Darth Vader or like Lord Vader a Star Wars story concept trailer okay I think it's pretty interesting
1: Did you share that on the Talking Sith I did
0: okay here
1: we go thank you thank you for congratulating me for
0: my wife my wife was telling me good job
1: (laughs) that's good let's see share
0: sound
1: share screen here we go all right everybody so this is lord vader Star Wars story, 2020 teaser trailer concept of the rise of Vader. It says it hasn't, it hasn't been confirmed that they will be working on this film. Darth Vader also known by his birthday, mannequin Skywalker, blah, 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 blah. Okay. So this is basically for people who know nothing about it. So this is just a concept. Here we go. Yes, master. Rise.
0: Disturbance in the force. I
1: have felt it. My brother
0: Anakin. I loved him.
1: My master could never be as violent as you.
0: Anakin Skywalker was weak. I destroyed. I will avenge his death. Vida is here. You you are the one I've been searching for. for. The Force. Gives me all I need. Force, the dark side, my master. Annie. That
1: night. Something inside. I'm broken.
0: seems super dope doesn't it (laughs) yeah man and they 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 include clips from video games we saw like the force unleashed we saw the the old republic trailers in there
1: yeah there's even stuff in there from like fan films and stuff
0: yeah and like uh like the oculus game i think too yeah yeah there's a lot of stuff in there it's super my wife is super excited about it apparently in the other room
1: I don't blame her. Uh, Yeah, Darth Vader is, I mean, really, you could look at especially one through six as the tragedy of Darth Vader. That's what it, and that was a retcon. That's what it became. Um, But Yeah. uh, yeah, give us more of Darth Vader. Let's, like I said, let's delve into Darth Vader. Let's fill in those gaps. Who doesn't want to see Darth Vader? Who doesn't want to see more of Darth Vader like in Rogue One? Darth Vader going ham on people.
0: Oh, yeah. No, that's awesome. And like, uh, we see a little bit of it, like you said, in Rogue One. We see a little bit of it in uh, the Force Unleashed, which I think might be – I don't know if that's canon anymore. No, not canon right now. Not canon anymore. But uh, we see him in Rebels, certainly.
1: Fallen Order. Yep. Just finished Fallen Order.
0: Oof. Uh, finally, dude, Oof. You're only like three months behind. I have to replay it just to like remember all the shit that you're. Let me just say uh,
1: this: when you come up against Darth Vader, run. uh <laughs> it's like the agents. It's like, like the yeah.
0: agents. <laughs> run. run.
1: Yeah, but that's what. It, uh, so when uh, when you come up against them um. You go at him, start fighting him, and you get about two or three shots in, and then you're just like in his force choke. And it took me like fifteen times for like the angle to be right, for it to highlight something for me to force pull down. I legit thought it was like the end of the game. My phone was dead. I couldn't even like pull up any like to search for any kind of links or uh walkthroughs or anything at that point. I was like, "Is this how the game ends? That like you come up against Darth Vader, and you just can't. You just, you just can't. You
0: just can't. Yeah, no, you don't. Yeah, no. That's
1: how I would have ended a game like that. It's just like, oh, yep, you did all this, and then you come up against Vader, and it's called fall in order for a reason, buddy. And uh, Vader's a big part of that.
0: Yeah, he's he's, <laughs> he's got you by the nuts." And and yeah literally like all you can do at the at, like at the end is just it's just like try but, and slow down and run. Yeah. That's yeah. all you can do.
1: Fallen Order was awesome. Uh tying that into like what we were talking about like I'm I'm super excited for Clone Wars if it does go past episode 3 through order 66. Just even like the Order 66 flashbacks from Fallen Order. Man, that was pretty sweet. Like, Cal, remembering he's in the middle of that training session with his master, and then the clone right behind him gets the hologram Order 66, and his master's like freaking out. Whew, that hit me hard.
0: No, so that's, that's, we got to wrap it.
1: But, uh, yeah, so. Uh, Always, always wrap it to be safe. Um,
0: yep. Yeah, you know, you got to protect yourself and protect <laughs> others at the same time. And talking about wrap it, we're wrapping up this episode. of
1: The Talking Sith.
0: Oh, well, yeah, we'll get better at it. <laughs> As time goes on, it's only a, what, episode like 40 or something.
1: Something like that. We're in the 30s. Just like us. We're still getting started, right? We're in our 30s. Oh, you're muted.
0: Yeah, I told you, Glenn Close didn't get her first acting gig till she was like 35. So, <laughs> all right, everybody. But until uh, until next time, I'm Josh Roach. We are the Talking
1: Sith. You can follow us across all social media platforms at Talking Sith Podcast. If you have ideas, thoughts, questions, grievances, send them into us at talkingsithpodcast at gmail dot
0: or at gmail Casey, where can the good people... Yep, and I'm and I'm Casey Schreffler. I was left out of that outro for some reason. But uh, that's me. I'm Casey Schreffler. See Shreffler, Instagram. Probably your the film best guy. Best film. film guy. And hey, yeah,
1: if you're uh, looking to produce anything in the L.A. area, Casey is your guy. Oh. Namely, Casey. Collider. Teaming up with Star Wars Theory. I don't know if you saw that Darth Vader... Uh, fan film a while ago but uh could be looking for a new producer.
0: Well I'm down. Get, I'm down. On it. Get down on it.
1: Until next time everybody, may the dark side be with you. Always good
0: <laughs> everything expressed in the podcast
1: is the intellectual property of talking Sith. We are not affiliated with Disney or Lucasfilm
0: in any way. Star Wars is their property. We just like to talk about it.